0: Welcome to the Dell Golf Podcast. My name is David Adele, and let's sit down at the workbench and talk about how we can play our best golf. Welcome back to the Dell Golf Podcast. Hope everyone is having a great week. We're going to stick with our theme of putting that we've been doing over the past few weeks. Hey, I've got a whole new lineup of putters coming out, and I'm super excited about them. They're called the EAS Putters, and it's something that I'm really excited about. It's been a while since I've uh, come out with a whole new putter concept. I initially came out with my original putter line back in 2002. Actually, I designed it with Henry Griffiths back in the day, and then, you know, stuck with the pretty traditional scenarios, developed this really amazing putter fitting system with like a billion permutations on it, had six head designs. Interchangeable face plates, blah blah blah. Lots of hosels. Really complex scenario. Really hard to manufacture. More complicated to fit, just because there's so many variables in it. And then I boiled it down, and I came up with the torque balance concept. And then from the torque balance, I developed the torque balance fitting system, which basically entailed initially three putter heads, which was like a blade, a semi-mallety kind of curvy back putter, and then a full mallet. And then we added some other putters in there. Uh, over the last few years. And I was able to boil that putter system down to more of a double bend neck system, interchangeable line template, all that stuff. Well, I had line template that we could put the lines on the putter with, uh, and then we would mill them into the putter. Kind of a little bit different designs, a little more, I'd say, more uh, basic you know, for me, it's about the shape. It's not, you know, I'm not here trying to, you know, create this amazing design all the time because it's, you know, I think a lot of times it's form, it's the function of the putter, not not necessarily the form as much in the regard of, you know, having it look sexy. I guess if that was one thing I probably failed at more than anything was, you know, my putters maybe weren't as, you know, cosmetically sexy as what a lot of the other designers were doing because they were trying to, they were trying to sell you something based on design, not on the, on the, what the value of the, the form was, what the shape was. To me, it was about the shape. And so that, that was really important to me. So designing this time, I was like, all right, now, you know, I don't want to fall into the pitfalls of the past of, you know, designing this thing for a putter fitting system. And then, you know, you, you build 20 of them and then you're stuck, you know, you either change and scrap. 20 fitting systems and redesign based off of input, or you just kind of go with it saying, yeah, I did a good job. I mean, these these putters are, you know, the form of the the putter, the function of the fitting system is phenomenal. And you get stuck kind of because we're small, you know, we don't have the big bucks. So we we do things the right way. And then, you know, sometimes it, maybe it isn't as cosmetically appealing to the, to the customer or is cosmetically appealing to, you know, the industry, what the industry is doing at the time. Even though you're cutting edge in, in the fitting process, it really does come down to the, to the look of the putter. And so what I'm really excited about right now is EAS is, you know one, it was kind of a collaborative effort uh, between Neil Oster and David Kearsley. Uh, who was a, a designer. He does phenomenal CAD work and, and great designer. And so we were able to collaboratively put together concepts that we learned from the torque balance. And we put it into a sexier, better-looking putter, in my opinion. And we were able to create finishes and graphics and some newer shapes that really are very eye-appealing, as well as functional. And then we took my patented line template concept, and we created an interchangeable line template system. So you can change your line templates on the putter, in and out, based on the fit, based on, you know. Preferences, person could go online and order a putter and order different line templates. If that was of interest, it'll have interchangeable weighting concepts, five different head weights, I believe nine different line templates, and just phenomenal... Phenomenal putter line. Uh, we've already taken top four in the My Golf Spy Putting Contest with it. And we obtained a silver medal on the Golf Digest hot list. So really proud of it. I think it's going to be phenomenal, phenomenal putter line. And it's going to have huge sex appeal out there. It's going to have massive function, which is most important, right? It's got to function. That, you know, it can be sexy, but if it doesn't function, you know, what's the point? And, you know, we're super proud of it. It took a long time to get it right. You know, it's not easy building a putter system. It's not easy putting all these concepts together and then making it seamlessly work from one putter to another and have all the weights and have all the function work in the way it should. And boy, we really did that. And I'm I'm super, super happy with it. I hope you look into it. If you have an existing Adele putter, Basically the shapes are the same. So if you have a mallet, you can fit into the mallet with the same line combination. We can build the same exact putter. Offsets will be the same. Weights, everything will be the same. So you could, you know, go and pre-order and a putter. Uh they're gonna be available June one. So you can go in and say, Hey, I've already got an Adele, I'm super happy with it. I want the you know, I had an E one, I want the I want the mallet version, right? Or I want the blade version or I want the uh you know the E five version that we have. I mean, E4, excuse me. So there's, there's a lot going on there, and uh, we're going to have fitters getting these systems out by, uh, you know, middle June to July. I hope you look into it. Go online, take a look at them. You're going to be super surprised how good-looking they are, how cool-looking they are. So really proud of it, and uh, hope that gets you a little bit fired up. So this first question is from Stan. It said, could you tell us how your putter fitting system was developed? Well, interesting. We started uh, this project in 19, about 1997 with a company called Henry Griffiths. Not many of you people maybe know who Henry Griffiths is, but they were one of the cooler fitting companies in the world uh, based out of Corlane, Idaho. And I uh, had a lot of connections with them. I lived in Coraline Todd Golf there. And so I got to know the, the folks there, Randy Henry and Ross Henry at Henry Griffiths. Then I left and went to Oregon, helped my family out, my family business, and uh, hated it. And I wanted to keep in golf. And so I started making putters. And, and that was in 96. So in 97, right around there, 97, early 98, I showed them what I was doing and they were like, well, we're, we want to build a putter fitting system and you're making some really cool stuff. And so uh, I ended up designing putter heads for the fitting system um, and I developed a line template that allowed the fitting system to grow and, and make it uh, economically feasible. And then I did stuff for Henry Griffiths and kept pestering them, you know, hey, let's keep doing this. And they're like, Dave, you know, we're just going to not really move forward with this project anymore. And so they said, go knock yourself out. Go create, go create what you want to create. And, and that's what I did. So in 2002, I developed a interchangeable fitting system at an interchangeable hosels using a proprietary cam system that could cam the hosels in and could cam the faces on. So I had the first removable face fitting system, and I coupled it with my line template. So I created more line combinations, more scenarios with that, and included counterweighting. And so the first system I created in 2002, my first client was Chuck Cook at Barton Creek. And that was really a fun time. We made this cart that took probably... Man, it took probably two months to make the cart and all the components for it. And, uh, Chuck was my first account. So it was, it was a really neat time. I was really proud of the process. And, and in that process, you know, Chuck says, okay, how does it work? You know, so which posed this huge, you know, project in front of me was why does all this stuff? work? Why does this stuff not work? What's what's going on in the industry? How do I put this information into a, con, a cohesive, concise process that someone can go through it that I can explain to the fitter? That I can explain to the client the whys and the hows of what were going on. We just, in the beginning, we just saw, oh, if you put this hosel on a head, it would aim a person more right or it would aim a more left or, or what have you. And so we didn't really understand the, the intricacies of the human behavior behind it. So, so that's evolved over a long period of time. But, but yeah, that first putter fitting system with Henry Griffiths just opened, opened the doors and opened up my brain. And it was, you know, one of the cooler moments in life when you're, you can get two shoulders behind something that you really believe in. Cause putting is what always kind of held me back. So as a player for me competing at the level I wanted to compete at. So, you know, having this understanding of, of, you know, why I didn't put my best, knowing that I aimed so badly was, you know, I knew that I had this opportunity to help a lot of, a lot of players and i could help a lot of golf professionals in building a, a fitting system that really covered all the bases didn't leave anything behind and i think i did that i'm really proud of it hope that answers your questions then So Here's a a question. It said, how often should I change my putter? Should I stick to the same putter I play or to another? Well, that's a good question. Well, if you have a cruddy one, you're probably in the process of always looking for the right putter. I believe the best putters stick with what they know, regardless if you get fitted or not. If you stick to the same putter, you're probably more apt to figure out how to putt your best Within what you've got. So, generally speaking, most of the best putters I work with never change. And if they do decide to change, often when I do see somebody, they're they're frustrated. That's why they come to get a fitting. is because they're not putting their best, and they they're looking for help. And so when they get to us, they're generally frustrated with what they're doing. Then you know they got twenty five putters in the garage, or and they're they've been trying to fit themselves forever, and so. To your question, should I stay with the same shape or another? Definitely, if you're not happy with your putting and you're asking a question like this, you're, you're confused. Often, we tend to stay with the same shape because we, we get into them because we think they look attractive to us and why they look attractive versus a mallet versus a blade. That's hard to understand. That's a perception of what looks attractive. And often those are the norm, social norms of putting, like, oh, Tiger plays this type of putter, or all these players win with this type, so I want to identify with that shape more. And we're seeing a big breakaway from, you know, answer-style shapes to to more of these hybridized mallets because that's what we see on TV. So uh, then we get accustomed to that shape. So when it comes to changing your putter, I would only change it for the better and know why maybe I putt well with what I've got. So that's where, you know, we shoot a laser to a golf ball, put it on a mirror on the putter face, say set up to it. When you think you're aimed, I'll pull the ball away. At six feet, we see where you aim. And, you know, often a person will come and say, oh, I love an answer style putter. And they aim it, you know, 18 inches left of the target. And I'm like, so how much do you really like it? You really aim really badly with it and why? And then you switch to a mallet and it changes their perception of how they look on the putter, where they're looking on the putter and they aim it dead straight. And they go, well, I don't necessarily like this shape. And I'm like, well, how do you not like the shape? It aims perfect, right? So shapes are huge. So to answer your question, you know, shapes are are where it's at, hosel offsets are where it's at, line combinations are where they're at, you know, lines in themselves, you know, lie angle, loft, all those, all these factors are involved with how you aim your putter. And then, you know, your question maybe was more around a shape rather than, so it was more about aim in that question. Weight is also a huge part of the whole process too why I like a putter and why I don't. So weighting in the putter is very important to how a putter performs, obviously, how you accelerate it, how you control speed and touch. So, you know, Nicholas played the same putter for almost his whole career, and then he switched to, you know, the response and won an 86 at the Masters, and then he kind of ended up playing kind of a – kind of a little goose necky blade for a long time. Tigers played the same putter forever. A friend of mine Stan Utley's used basically the same putter forever. Crenshaw used the same putter forever. So, you know, I think your better putters have stuck with what they know and they don't they they, they move away from it. I remember working with Billy Casper one time, and uh, I fit him into a mallet. And right before he was about to say something, I said, Hey, Billy, let me explain, because he had an answer style putter at the time. And I said, "Uh, this reminds you of your old golf craft. And he said, exactly exactly. And I said, well, you won and you were one of the best putters in the world. You won 50, what, one tournaments or something in your career playing a mallet. And then you, why'd you switch to an answer style putter? He said, well, that's because everybody was going to it. And I thought I had to. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, once you find what works, stick with it and know why it works and understand it. And I think you'll, you won't want to bounce a lot on putters. I think when all Palmer started bouncing on putters, he lost his ability to putt. And then everybody kept sending him putters and he kept trying all these putters and I don't think he ever really got into one one set putter that was just like his old his old putter that he won everything with back in the day. So you know, I, maybe I'm not right with that analogy, but I see it all the time. And by the time I see a player, uh, they get to my shop and I'm fitting them, whether they're a tour player or whatever, they're kind of drowning. You know, they're looking for help. They they don't know what's going on. It's, it's, something's not right. They know something's not right, and and usually we can fix it through fixing the putter. It's the only thing between you and the in the ball. So. It's the bow. It's not the arrow. The ball is the arrow. The putter's the bow. And uh, we're, we are the archer in that scenario. So anyhow, I hope that helps. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Adele Golf Podcast. Make sure you stay tuned for more podcasts coming your way on a regular basis. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're interested in going through a fitting process and finding the best putter for you, head over to AdeleGolf.com. Go to the Find a Fitter tab, scroll down, and find a fitter in your state nearby. Find a putter that you know is custom fit for your best performance. That's it for today. We'll see you next time.